we're back. Hey, oh, hello, everybody. Uh, hey, how's everyone doing this week? Good. Doing okay. Good. I think that's a little more positive than uh, the last uh, couple of weeks, but uh, that's that's uh, we got we got to make progress somehow, right? Just uh, incremental progress towards uh, feeling better about our lives. That's uh, <laughs> this is where it starts. <laughs> this is our weekly therapy session. Um, well, glad to hear that. Uh, any big news from anybody this week? It was our fifth year anniversary. Hey. Wedding anniversary, that is. Nice. Yeah. Put up with me this long. <laughs> uh, well, the family that, uh, you know, plays together stays together, right? Uh, That's so true. Counts, counts of board games and tabletop role-playing games as well. Um, so, well, congratulations on that. That's pretty exciting news. Anybody else celebrating any anniversaries? Mm, my birthday is next week, but, yeah. Ooh, oh, nice. Well, well, happy birthday since we won't thanks. be recording that. Uh, you know, another year. Another year. Another so, year older. You know, I'm 45 physically and like 16 mentally. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I was right. going to guess. Yeah. 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 I think uh, I think uh, it's the same here too. Um, anniversary on the beard there, Ted? Nothing? Oh yeah, I I got like a, a fifteen year anniversary on this beard here. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, well, we are here for episode twenty five, I believe, right? Wow, <clears throat> the yep. silver. Oh. Speaking of anniversaries, yeah. it's a silver anniversary. Yeah, that's pretty exciting. Uh, I tried to think like I was uh, trying to do some math in my head this morning, thinking maybe we're getting close to uh, 100 episodes altogether, but we're still a little ways away from that. But it's coming. And I don't know. We should do something to celebrate that. So I'm planting okay. the seed now so we have an idea. Uh, I know last time uh, we had a big uh, celebration we were going to get cake and that never happened. And so whatever it is, we got to do it. We got to stick with it this time. All right. Pandemic or no pandemic, we're going to stick with it. So episode 25. And I just want to say thanks to all of the people out there who have stuck with us for uh, 25 episodes of season two. Hope you're enjoying the show. If you want to become a supporter, you can go to DungeonPatrol.com and click on the Patreon button or go to Patreon.com slash Dungeon Patrol. Give us a buck or two to keep this adventure rolling. Now, recap. Alar, you ready to go? Yeah, I think so, if my memory serves me right. You look nervous for a second, so I just have yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Having successfully decoded the enemy messages, Alar and the rescuers made their way back to Horncliffe, only to discover the aftermath of a raid from Old Town. Ignoring yet another errand from Wolfcanute, the group chose instead to rescue Arvik, captured in the raid. What will they find back in Old Town? Find out mm, on Dungeon nicely Patrol. Nicely done. <laughs> nicely done. Uh, yeah, you did a really good job of summing up what, what happened last uh, episode. And you guys are hot in, on the tail, trail, tail, trail of uh, Arvik? Either one. Well, it yeah. could be tails because there are, you know, rats. Oh, there are rats. Point. You are following a dog, Barnacle, technically. So 
Um, Did he come down in the sewers with us? I think you guys said that you were not going to leave him alone. He's going to guard. I thought, is he coming down there? Or? I thought we were leaving him there. To guard oh. the entrance. Yeah. yeah. We could take him with us, but yeah, I, I think he's going to be more of a liability. Yeah, he'll I don't want killed. him to get. Yeah, you know. yeah, that would, no. Not be good. Okay, so you're going to leave him at the entrance? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Give him some snacks and pat him on the head. Perfect. Uh, so anyway, you guys have, I think last episode, we were at the point where you entered the sewers. Um, so that dank uh, sewer uh, immediately overwhelms your senses again. Just kind of the unrelenting darkness, the unmistakable odors, the steady trickle and burble of running water. Oh, I miss your basement, Jerry. <laughs> I, I am. I just add cat smell and we're, we're good. Uh, just as your mind starts to acclimate to its new surroundings, another sound enters your awareness. A quick clop, clop, clop of boots on the stone stairway you just exited. You prepare yourself, hands on weapons, slowly and quietly drawing them from their worn sheaths. The boots draw nearer, and you can see a dim light from a candle or lantern. Suddenly, the light grows brighter, bursting through the subterranean gloom like a ray of sunshine. As you shield your eyes from the sudden flickering torrent, you manage to catch a glimpse of a face behind the lantern. Deep-set eyes with a cruel, almost feral hunger set astride a long nose that comes to a sharp point just above a set of full lips. Lips that appear to be forever curled in a resentful snarl. Skull of egg. Oh, yay. <laughs> Peace, she snaps as she cautiously hops down the last few steps, eyeing you warily. I bring news. Drake has come to his senses just after you left. He said one of the men that took Arvik was eager to return to some place called the Belfry Union. The half-man says it's in Black Alley. It's a tavern of some sort, a club for officers and other government types. Also, I just wanted to say to you that you need to bring Arvik back, whatever the cost. If that man is to die, it will be on the end of my blade, no one else's. And she gives you a ferocious glare and adds, Now I'm off to check on this shipwreck. Don't fail us. And she reaches into her pack and pulls out a small vial of dark liquid. She casually tosses it to you, Craigor, and says, This is from the half-man. And then she turns and suddenly begins to march back up the stairs. Mm. Interesting. Now's your chance. I know. Yeah, I I'm say. like literally <laughs> thinking Death. nobody would miss her if we killed her in the sewers. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Load her on down. What's in the vial? Yeah. You gonna catch her or say anything or look at this vial? What what are you uh what are you guys doing? I will look at the vial because I don't think I have anything nice to say to her. Yeah. I was thinking about how about if anybody's gonna kill her, it's gonna be my blade. <laughs> All right, so you look at the vial, and um, someone want to roll and see if they could identify it? Is it labeled? Uh, <laughs> that would be nice, wouldn't it? Very nicely printed. Yeah, a little uh, 
uh, label machine that he carries mm-hmm. with him all the time. Um, yeah, you could uh, let your roll. On okay, but well, yes, but like, I mean, what does it even look like? Uh, Arcana or something. Seriously. I could. Could I perhaps detect magic on it? Sure. I will cast detect magic on it. Oh, you're going to cast detect magic. Well, uh, I mean, that's what yeah, means. that's that's what you. Um, yes, it is a magical potion of disguise self. Oh. So might come in handy. Yeah. This is right half man. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hiding. Hi- oh, I thought. Oh, from Hayden. Okay. I thought you were talking Halfling. about the the vineyard <laughs> uh, because he's missing his leg. Your guy. Yeah, I get it. I get it. <laughs> yeah, it'll. Okay. Uh, this might come in handy for you, Craigar. You think? Hmm. Yeah, you do stand out the most, I would guess. You and and Triss. Craigar, if you wish to model your disguise after someone attractive, <laughs> you could do worse than me. Um, we need two of you. Sure. I'd have to, yeah, I'd have to see somebody worse than you first. Well, look at Brokos over there. <laughs> no comment from Brokos. No, I just his head <laughs> tucks a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> sad, sad face. Uh, so you guys I moving like on? Her. Yeah, you've made that clear. She obviously is not a fan of yours as well, but. Uh, she seems pretty obsessed with Arvik. Ah, weird. So I'm forgetting. Where is Black Alley? Um, it, yeah, it is kind of, uh, you'd have to cross Old Town. Um, and then it's sort of wedged in between Old Town, Saltside, and Red Gutter. Ah. It's where I've been trying to get to since we started this nonsense. Ah. <laughs> Nonsense. This is just nonsense. How fortuitous. So yes. it sounds like we should go to the Belfry Union in Black Alley. Yeah, maybe. If you want to catch up with uh, whoever took Arvik. I mean, isn't that what we're here doing? Yes. Trying to get yeah. Arvik back? Yes. So, I think so. So let us continue through the sewers. All right. The tunnel is familiar, but somehow changed. The water level is higher now, and it flows with urgency, almost as if it too was desperate to escape these dreary underground confines. Large sections of the tunnel have recently had water escape the narrow drainage channel. Um, But you continue on. Your own worries begin to grow as you approach the juncture that led you into Old Town, kind of bringing up some of those, those nerves of your last trip here. You suspect that that portion of the sewers might be fully inundated with runoff, and you're not sure um, Hmm. if you'll be able to get through. But going on, as you approach the juncture, Mm -hmm. uh, you can see the water from the three separate tunnels converges noisily and spills wildly down a fourth. And uh, But it's not enough to... uh, um, you know, prevent your passage through here. Uh, there are, again, three tunnels, one of which you know leads uh, into Old Town, into that small courtyard. 
it looks like if you're careful, you can get through here and go down that tunnel. Um, but there are also these two other tunnels that seem to be, you know, no indication of where they go or what purpose they serve other than for runoff. But any interest in exploring any of the other tunnels or heading into Old Town? I don't think we should take chances getting lost down here. All right. We could mark our way. Is there any sign of passage of those we pursue? Yeah, you were able to see footprints before, um, and now this section has pretty much wiped them all out. Mm. So it's sort of a choice of what you know, a surefire entrance into Old Town itself, into like the heart of Old Town, or taking a real risk uh, going down one of these side passages that you have no idea where they lead. So, but the once we make it to Old Town, we still have to find our way to Black Alley. Exactly. So perhaps one of these tunnels would take us more directly to Black Alley. Well, all the runoff has to go down. Let's see. Who's got a map of the city? I do. <laughs> You're relying heavily on my cartography skills. <laughs> <laughs> Brokos, perhaps your unerring sense of direction. How's that? Nice. <clears throat> yes, um, I'm actually going to uh, turn into more of a uh, my shifting, where I will have advantage on smells and sounds. Okay. So I'll shift to, you'll see some white and black split up and a little bit more of my fangs will come out and claws. Um, so you are shifting and... Uh, yeah, I'm gonna... not wi- wild shape. I'm just shifting into my, you know, because I'm a shifter. Mm-hmm. And that gives me perce- uh, uh, advantage on all wisdom okay. checks. So that's including smell. Do it. Roll me something. What do you want to do here? Uh, let's... Investigation, perception. I would let you do either. Okay. We just flavored a little bit differently. Sure. Uh, 19. Oh, wow. Okay. So was that investigation or? Perception? Uh, that was perception. Perception. Okay. Uh, as you are kind of debating which way to go, uh, you uh, notice that there is a relatively fresh-looking bloody palm print that seems to be headed in the direction of the tunnel that you passed through earlier, the one that goes goes into Old Town. Mm. Um, Do I pick up Arvark's scent at all? Um, not his in particular, but just a relatively fresh, yeah. Okay. Scent of, of, yeah, I'll, I'll take up taste of the blood. It's certainly fresh. <laughs> okay. Yes. Uh, Give me that look, Craigar. We all saw everybody else drink from that cup. Okay. <laughs> everybody. We're in too deep now. <laughs> right. <laughs> Judgment has passed. Okay. It's too late for that. Okay. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, well, yeah, you know, it wasn't so much the blood; it was that it was on a sewer wall. And, oh, yeah, well, <laughs> when in Rome, <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. So, I'll pick it up, and and, and so I can shift for stay for a minute. So I want to really keep that hot track as much as possible. So I'll follow that track. Okay, so you were going down the tunnel then that mm-hmm. uh, that you guys took earlier on your first trip to Old Town. Yeah. Um, you walk down there, the water is definitely higher, kind of coming out of the, the main drainage channel a little bit in spots still. Um, but you find the, the, uh, side passage that leads upwards, uh, a bit and you make it into the room. So you walk up the slight incline into the small chamber with the ladder leading to the overhead grate. You guys all remember this, right? Yes. You know the crate still there? Yeah. Uh, you know the small courtyard with the broken fountain sits some 15 feet above you. The crates that were used by the Dark Run Syndicate to frame Wolf Canute are still here, but they've been stacked into a makeshift chair. On the chair sits the body of a pirate. You think his name was Rollo. In life... He was a serious man, always the last to smile or laugh. He was, nonetheless, one of the few pirates that seemed to accept you and your group as equals. He was also one of a handful that routinely volunteered to check on Arvik. Perhaps he had been on his way to the greenhouse that morning, or maybe he was captured doing a completely unrelated errand. Either way, the man didn't deserve to die like this. You can see a gruesome slash across his neck, dark rivulets of blood were allowed to spill forth, staining the wooden throne a deep crimson. Oh, God's not Rollo. Rollo, I feel like... Fresh insult to the gods bestow upon us. Is it not enough? (laughs) Thank you for giving me that, Alar. Uh, (laughs) I was like... I'm going to ask my wife, is this compelling enough? Is this going to elicit some kind of reaction? And she's like, oh, sure, it is. So (laughs) thanks for playing along. Absolutely. I'll uh, I'll rifle through his pockets. Wow. All right. There might be Um, a clue. There might be a clue. What is your uh, passive perception? uh? Uh, 12. 12. Okay. Anybody else uh, have a beat of 12? Uh, I got a 16. Oh, wow. Okay. Passive perception? You're, you're yes. fancy. 16 is pretty, pretty good. Yeah, it's really good. Um, so you see Kragar begin to approach the body to rifle through Rollo's pockets. Uh, and... Brokos, you notice the awkward positioning of Rollo's hand, sort of outstretched, hanging off the edge of the crate. It seems to defy gravity somehow, and you think you see something clenched in his rough, bloodless fingers. Then you notice a thin piece of wire, almost imperceptible in the gloom, runs from Rollo's hand down into the crate that serves as a seat. Near the bottom of the crate, you see the strand of wire exit and run across the room at ankle height. Careful, Gregor, he's trapped. I, I freeze and then begin to examine his carefully. hand. All right, so you're going to... Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll study it. Okay. Ooh, that is a 21. 
All right. So it looks like he has something in his hand, and you don't know what it is, but it looks like it's obviously rigged up so that when someone hits this wire that runs across the room, um, it's going to jostle his hands enough to loosen whatever is in it, and it's going to drop. Okay. So I'd like to try to disable that and see if I could get whatever it is out of his hand. You should all stand back. Okay. So roll your disarm. Do dexterity plus proficiency, or if you have it's the same as proficient, pick, same as pick sleight lock. of hand, yeah, 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 yes, same as pick lock. Okay, yeah, yeah that, of course, not rolled badly. I will give him guidance. <laughs> <laughs> That's only going to be eleven. Eleven. Oh, All right. Bad. So you go up and you start to. Uh, carefully grasp the wire as it exits the crate, gently pinching it between your thumb and forefinger. You start to reach into your pack to pull out the rest of your tools to try to snip the wire and disarm this. But as you're fumbling around, you notice that the hand wiggles and moves, and I'll let someone try to jump in here if they want and assist him on it? Sure. What do I need to do? Uh, Steady roll, the hand? Yeah, okay, roll me no. like a athletics or... So, athletics? Yes, okay, athletics is good. Aha, that's a 20. 16 plus 4. Wow. So, you notice the hands start to wiggle as... Uh, Kragar is fumbling around in his pack looking for the right tool to clip this wire. And you lunge forward and manage to grab onto the crates and steady it before the jostling moves the, you know, the hand enough to release whatever is in it. So, sweat. Pup. <laughs> you eye. manage to find your small scissors in your kit, Kragar, uh, and you snip the wire, making sure to keep the tension on the piece still clutched in your fingers. Sweat now prickling in the fur of your upper lip. You let out a long, low exhale and look, uh, give Triss a meaningful look uh, before slowly placing the scissors back on the ground. You use your free hand to reach across your body and over to Rollo, you grab his rough hand in yours and deftly remove a small, round object. Exhaling again, you release the wire and look down at a slightly iridescent red bead. Hmm. What is that? I'm guessing something magical. And so... I will. If you want information? Toss it to me, and I can... No, no, no. <laughs> I will gently remove it, uh, and uh, put it in the palm of my hand. All right. So you have this red bead. You're going to let uh, Brokos study it? Yeah, what is this, Brokos? It must be bad. I feel like you're questioning my athleticism and being able to catch something, but it is... <laughs> I will cast Detect Magic. 
Okay. So you believe it is a, uh, a bead from a necklace of uh, fireballs? Oh. Perhaps it's perhaps it is has this fireball spell on it. Can I check? Is that enough to presume? Yep. Okay. So if you were to throw this, or if it were to be released from your hand yes. and hit something, you know, you 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 know, so whatever, released whatever this from was, your hand and hit something, Brokos. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Ah. Like somebody else's hand. Well, you know, that's what deck saves are for. Okay. No. <laughs> that would be terrible. Uh, uh, I don't know much about fireballs. Love the optimism, though. It's a wizard uh, trick. But <laughs> I suspect it makes a big ball of fire. This can yes. be fun. Yeah. Might be useful. Might be useful. Yeah. Oh, that's bad. Tuck it uh, away carefully. I'm, I will gingerly slip it into one of my pockets. All right. So you now have a bead from the necklace of fireball, so you can chuck that if you need to. Mm. Ah, whew, close one. Thanks. So should we see what is underneath them? Like if they're, I mean. Yeah, now, now I want to finish. <laughs> I'll, I'll examine it for any other possible traps. While he's doing that, I'd like to investigate the room. All right. Um, you do manage to, um, even without your uh, shifting ability, uh, notice that there are some recent scrapes and scuffs on the uh, ladder area going up uh, out the grate. You don't see any other traps, any other wires, anything really out of place other than the, the crates have been moved around to kind of, you know, make this sort of mocking display of uh, poor Rollo here. Um, Seems they are expecting us, so we should be careful upon emerging as well. The exit may be watched. I do not like this. I feel like we should find a different path. That's not a bad idea. You're here. You could you could poke your head out and see. I'm going to uh, shift into a let's do a, another rat because I, I like that. I'm going to scurry up the ladder and perhaps poke my head around. And I mean, a rat in a sewer—that's not suspicious. <laughs> okay. Uh, these parts. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Um, so you do manage to scramble up with a little help from your comrades here, scramble up the ladder and uh, squeeze through this grate. Um, You're looking around trying to be, um, you know, quiet, which is not a problem. Right. I want to look like a a rat, you know, just kind of sniffing around. Yeah. And uh, so you're trying to act like a normal rat. And still be mindful of traps and any movement. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a steady drizzle of rain that seems to muffle most of the sound that uh, you make as you exit, um, which is not much to begin with. Um, but the courtyard seems rather subdued. Uh, there's not much um, 
nothing obvious as far as uh, uh, traps or people lying in wait for you. Um, but as you are sniffing around, you do suddenly notice some other noise that kind of seems to ebb and flow um, in a pattern that's sort of contrary with the, the steadiness of the rain. And you realize it's actually quite loud and it seems to echo throughout the courtyard despite the rain. And finally you recognize it for what it actually is. Snoring. Hmm. All right. I will. Someone most likely a sentry is occupying one of the decrepit structures around you. That's what you gather. I will carefully head towards the snoring. All right. So you make your way around the fountain and the sound seems to get louder. You crawl up some uh, crumbling steps uh, through a you know, gap in the door and uh, go into the building that's uh, kind of to the northwest of where you came out of the grate. And um, as you go in there, you see that there's a, there's a crate that's been pulled up next to a wall and there's a, you know, kind of a, a middle-aged looking man, sort of balding, uh, he's got a sword, doesn't even really have a sheath for it. It's just lying across his lap and he is completely out, leaned up against the wall, legs stretched out and asleep. I'd like to take a whiff around the room. Do I notice any peculiar smells or perhaps other humans? Um, nothing besides this uh, one individual who uh, does have a fairly strong scent and um, uh, no other recent passage of people. Um, it's mostly just dust, uh, decay, uh, typical things that you would find in a, you know, rotting, crumbling building. And he is guarding something. I think he is looking for us. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not there. Huh. Sorry. <laughs> well, um, he is positioned by a window that does overlook the courtyard, but he's, he's okay. kind of away off to the side. Um, you, you can, you can probably guess that he's supposed to be, keeping his eyes on the courtyard, okay. um, but he is now sleeping soundly. All right. I will, um, I will head back to the sewers. All right. So you head back and you guys see this little rat come uh, flying on down the ladder. And I will jump on Alar's shoulder and <laughs> grab his hair like Remy. Ah, killer. <laughs> Try to guide him, but no, uh, no, I will. You are not using my hair as reins. <laughs> That's not cool. I will uh, go ahead and turn into my human form. On my shoulder? <laughs> exactly. Yes. And then you crush him to the ground. <laughs> so it's one or the other. <laughs> yeah, take your pick. No, I will go ahead and just when I get to the bottom of the ladder, turn into human form and say, it looks like they're looking out for us, certainly. Tris was right. They are. It's. I believe that his kidnapping was to provoke us and to bring us in here. 
How many guards are there? There's just one guard that's looking over there, but that's just one room. It could be other buildings as well. I feel if we come out in the court, we'd be ambushed. But we could also get information from him. Yes. Maybe I could go bring him here and we could have a chat. I do not think you're capable of bringing anyone anywhere. You just kill them and then they're gone. (laughs) Now you want to try and get information? Subtlety. Could you just go... Could you go information from him there? Just interrogate him on the spot? He's sleeping right now, so he will be startled, so... One sleeping sentry doesn't sound like a match for the four of us. Uh, Brokos, don't be so cowardly. Let's go up and confront this sentry. Well, there is one. There may be more. Okay. Lead the way, great Alar. Lead the way. <laughs> Seems like at least some of you are heading up. I will climb uh, the ladder. I was just simply saying, if we're going to have a conversation, we should be out of sight when we do it. Yes. I can explain the building to them and how it, you know, the exact, how many steps as a rat, you know, travel by rat is to the... I'm, I'm already up there, so... I don't know. Rat right. to humanoid conversion. Oh, no. Anyway. Rat to humanoid conversion. Uh, so you make your way up the ladder and you too are able to exit fairly quietly, sliding the grate over. Um, again, the, the steady pitter patter of the rain seems to muffle all the sound in the courtyard, but you do pick up on this kind of loud, smooth snoring pattern that seems to be coming from the building in the direction that Brokos described. You said smooth, and I immediately thought jazz. <laughs> smooth jazz. Jazzy right. snoring. So, Tris, are you going up? I suppose I will follow this batch of fools. All right. I'll wait, I'll wait till everybody else has gone up and take the, take the rear. Okay. So uh, as soon as they, they all are up and out, I'm going to reach over and adjust Rello's hand to uh, – Make a crude gesture. <laughs> and then, nice. Uh, like we're number out. one? Yes. Exactly. And then I'll chuckle to myself and follow them out. Uh, that's defiling so, the dad, but, you know, that's cool. That's <laughs> fine. It yeah. works. That's the way he would have wanted it, right? <laughs> I actually, I really well, feel from like how well we way, know Rollo, yeah. That's the best way to honor him. Yeah. <laughs> he always said that. You know. Yeah, yeah, that's the way you wanted to go out. Yep. <laughs> I die, give them the finger. <laughs> All right, so you guys uh, managed to make your way up this ladder. Uh, most of the sound is covered up and muffled by the rain, as I said. You can hear the, all hear the snoring upon exiting. Um, nothing else seems to be going, happening as you exit into this uh, uh, rundown courtyard area. I'm um, creeping my way towards the snoring sound. All right. And it's, um, you know, it's raining and the clouds are dark enough, low enough that uh, it, it seems darker for this time of day than it, than it should be. So you've got a little bit of uh, that and sort of the, the rain obscuring some of the, some uh, sight for people. Um, but you managed to sneak over into the building and the door is shut. 
but not locked. And Wait, so the guy's have, actually inside the building? He is inside the building, yep. Okay. You would have then to roll. I will stealthily open the door. Okay. And I get a 16. 16. So you manage to open the door. Um, makes a very slight sort of squealing noise as you start to open it, but then you apply some pressure and lift up on it, um, which stops the noise and swings open um, and does not disturb the sleeper inside. I have a long history of opening doors, Jerry. (laughs) It's not my first door. (laughs) I will unsheathe my rapier and put it to his neck. All right. So you unsheathe your rapier and put it to his neck. Applying some pressure. No pressure. Cover his mouth. Cover his mouth. (laughs) Yeah, that's so, I mean, I'm not sure how, like, far behind him, but that was what I was suggest was to (laughs) put a big furry furry paw over his mouth. Uh, All right. So he's going to go clear his throat with the rapier to his throat. Um, and you're going to pu- apply your large mitt over his uh, mouth and stifle. Maybe, Trisk, maybe Trisk can grab the sword. I don't know. Okay. Sure, I will grab the sword. So between all of you, you guys manage to subdue this man who's, you know, starts to try to shout out um but then the hand is clamped over his mouth um he's fumbling around in his lap for a sword and Triss manages to just knock that away with her uh rapier blade and uh he you know freezes eyes huge staring directly at you alar is this the old town visitors booth because we need some directions to black alley (laughs) i'm so glad that we can disarm it a sleeping man. Yay for us. I do. You roll <laughs> for it. You just... I'm going to breathe hot breath on the back of his neck. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds That's kind of delightful, actually. But uh, So he, uh, he's, uh, you can see he starts to, starts to sweat. I mean, it's, it's a cool day, uh, raining outside. He's, he's sweating, looking at you, and you breathing on him is, is not helping. Yeah, it's uh, the humidity. Yeah, that'll be like, I smell your fear. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, he kind of closes his eyes up tight, and he, like, nods a little bit, and uh, still has, you know, you haven't removed your hand, right? No. Okay. So he opens his eyes back up after that, and he looks at you, and he seems a little, a little calmer. So would you be able to tell us... Besides your uh, sharp vision, are there others who might be looking out for us or interlopers? Uh, he looks around. He's you know he's obviously thinking, and then he just kind of nods. Yes, yes. Are they nearby? Yes. Is there a safe way to Black Alley from here? Um, he kind of shrugs. I'm going to remove, remove my paw if you, 
attempt to alert anybody. It'll be the last thing you ever do. And I'll press my dagger also to his throat. <laughs> All right. Anybody else want to get in here? There's not much throat real estate left. So. <laughs> get your blades in here, people. I will aim my rapier at a different body part. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Good choice. Yeah, that's going to have a reaction, too. Um, yeah. He's like, I'm going to keep an eye out on the window, by the way. Well, oh, this is plan. happening. Good, good plan. plan. Yeah, very good plan. So he's like, um, please don't kill me. Don't kill me, please. I'll tell you what you want to know. You better make it convincing. Yes, yeah, yes, I will. <laughs> Do you know of any secret ways between Old Town and Black Alley? Do the sewers connect? Uh, I, I don't know much about the sewers, but... I, I know the the way to Black Alley is not not that far. It's just a few blocks, really, from from where you're at. The Raiders of Bleak Stone. Did they return here recently? Y- yes, yes. They, they they told me to sit here and watch out for anybody that might be coming through. We're all all on high alert because we we think that Wolf Canute and his crew are probably going to retaliate sometime well you are incorrect because it's alar and his crew that are retaliating uh, okay <laughs> you're alar i assume <laughs> you've heard of me uh, no <laughs> who are who are the raiders which faction do they work for it was uh, all of us the uh, old towns the the Red Gutter, the Gladiators, yeah, uh, working together. We we all went over. Who is in charge? Oh, I can't. He's he's scary. Um, he's he's a Golgonan gladiator. Thraxos. Um, yeah, Thraxos. That's that's it. It's got like a Thraxos claw for a hand. Claw. The big boy. Where is he? The prisoner. Prisoner. Oh, the large fella. Yeah. Yeah. He he came through here. They they were leading him along. Well, how about you uh, lead us along and you can lead us through Old Town and keep us safe? I'll cock my head at that. (laughs) That may not be a good idea. Uh, In exchange... We don't kill him. I, I, I won't say anything. I, I promise. I, I, I just... I well, just neither don't... would a corpse. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's true. But, I, I mean, you can trust me. I, I don't really have a side here. I just, I'm just doing what I, I was told. You and I have not really established a very good rapport, and I must say that I don't quite trust you yet. Yes. By definition, you're working for the enemy, and you have a side then. You're watching for us, and here we are. So I think, as somebody who works with the enemy, you would know the best way to avoid more sentries, wouldn't you? I, I, I can tell you that I, I think most of us are going to be along the boundary, the, the border between Bleakstone and Horncliffe and, and Old Town. 
I don't think you have much to worry about if if you're here already and you're heading toward Black Alley. I, I, I think you should be fine. Is there someone who's supposed to take up your guard? Are you going in shifts? Or are you here by yourself for days? Uh, that I, I don't know. I was just told to hang out here. Oh, so your leadership is poor. <laughs> yes, you just nod. Well, I think that you should test your theory and come with us. And if you're wrong, you will be the first to die. I don't want to take this guy with us. Okay. So you want to take him or you don't want to take him? I want to take him. I want to have a prisoner and a guide. I don't want to take him. I don't think he is. um, Anybody on the other side cares if he lives or dies. So I don't think it's like going to shield us in any way. No, not as a hostage. I think uh, he, he's his own hostage. What were you to do if you found somebody? What would your actions be? What was your direction if you saw somebody? I, I was supposed to shout out. <sighs> There's someone else uh, at the end of the path. Mm. Where it empties out into the alleyway there. Someone's waiting there. Why didn't you tell us that? I, I didn't uh, think of it. Uh, yeah, I, I guess you uh, didn't think of it. You should start thinking really clearly right now. So as a form of trust building, a little <laughs> trust exercise. A trust fall. Woo. <laughs> oh. Why don't you invite your friend back here? Craigar, um, would you like to set up an ambush? I, I was thinking I could approach and get them where they're at. They might be wary if he calls out. But he's on the main street. That would be a poor place to attack someone. So if you holler that you need help, just one person's coming. Correct? As far as I know, yeah. We do not know what instructions were given to the other fellow. Perhaps his instructions are then to... A call out to some other people, and then it's a whole crew that is coming to... I mean, we, we could let Kragar Kragar and just assassinate things. Okay. I'm, I'm okay with him going out there and just slitting his throat or taking him as hostage and finding out more, because he might be up higher up the ladder. He might supposed to be called out to another person. Right. That is what they literally just said. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Or... It could be that he's going to call out to another person. Who's higher up the ladder than him? Ah, good point, Brokos. Perhaps we could interrogate them one by one and working our way up the chain. Yeah. Okay, I like this. You there, what's your name? (laughs) Um. (laughs) His name is Jerry on the spot. Yeah. He Vic. had to have known. He My name's Vic. <laughs> Vic? <laughs> Vic. Or Kragar, what if you were to, to infiltrate with your disguise, the potion you have? Mm. We could. It seems early to use it. Um, I will just throw this out here. I now have uh, the ability to, once per short rest... Disguise myself. Oh. As do I. I can shapeshift as well. We could all disguise ourselves as Vic. 
Uh, wouldn't be suspicious. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I could turn into a mouse to fit in someone's pocket. <laughs> a uh, mouse that looks like Vic. Yes. Well, I, I'm going to rifle, Vic. I'm going to rifle, rifle through Vic's pockets. All right. So you managed to find um, 20 uh, silver pieces in his pocket. Hmm. Um. Also find a couple of uh, fairly large chunks of uh, dried meat. Okay. And that's pretty yeah, much it. like pocket meat. <laughs> Delicious. Keep it warm. I will transfer the meat from his pocket to mine. <laughs> <laughs> Your pocket meat is now my pocket meat. <laughs> is it in the same pocket as the fireball bead? <laughs> yeah, be careful there, man. Yeah. No, I have my cheese pocket and my meat pocket. Oh, nice. Yeah, these are my pantry pants. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you've uh, successfully stolen all of this uh, gentleman's uh, prized possessions. You're going to so off him now? Out, I'll fish out one of the, because uh, my rope is tied in the sections uh, from the ambush on those gargoyle things or whatever. So I'll pull out okay. one of the links of rope and truss him up. Okay. And then gag him thoroughly. Nice. I think I should go see if I could get his friend. Okay. So you tie him up uh, very tightly. Um, he seems like, I mean, this is, this is a good sign for, for him. So he seems uh, very eager to... Uh, you know, comply with you, doesn't fight you at all, uh, even gives you some tips on tying good knots. So, I'm sorry, Vic, this was not my plan. I'm, I'm sure that your higher-ups will be very upset with you that you failed in your duty and will probably punish you severely. Mm. You should consider you should probably worry about them more than us. Oh, yeah. He looks uh, m- much more concerned now, so. You should consider updating your resume. <laughs> Uh, okay. Tris, do you want to follow behind in case this goes awry? In case this goes awry. So what, just walk out to the main street looking like I look. Well, I was going to suggest we skulk. I am not the best <laughs> walk, skulker. So... I can I can describe. You guys would remember this, but the path that he's talking about, you had to go through some kind of like overgrown bushes. Um, it was a very narrow path in between these two uh, buildings. And then there was like a short stairway at the end. So you couldn't see the street at any point on the path. And you were pretty well hidden from any prying eyes during that portion of uh, um, the pathway that went between the two buildings. So you assume must be somewhere at the end where the front of those buildings are. There were some windows there. Um, You're guessing that somewhere at that end of this little corridor, that's where the other person must be. So, Torres, are you able to look like... Vic here. 
Yes. Maybe we could get close and you could quietly whisper and get him to come to you. Once if he saw your face, perhaps it would set him at ease and then we could ambush him. But she can only do this once per day. Perhaps. No, she said she could do it. She rests once for per long rest. Short. Short rest, yeah. I just have to okay. rest for an hour and then I okay. can do Okay, that's not bad. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean, you can do it, you can be for an hour, right? Yes. This guy's self? No. So you don't have to, you know, I can still fight, I think. I don't think that changes your any of your skills. No, it does not. It's just makes me look different. All right, right. sure. It's illusion. Yes. Does Vic have a cloak or robe or anything that, like, what's he wearing? Yeah, it's kind of a, looks like it might have been a blanket at one point in time that he's sort of turned into a makeshift cloak. All right. Why don't you put this on to add to your illusion? Well, I can I can mimic his clothing too. Yeah, it's part of yep. it. I don't. Oh. But sure, why not? Take the biggest look. thing is that they, you know, they won't see my lovely horns or tail. But right, if anything yeah, touches can. them, they'll be like, "Oh, that's you know." Correct. So, Vic, what is your friend's name? <laughs> Dang you guys! Come on, Jerry. It's a simple question. <laughs> Burger. Burger. <laughs> Okay. Good. Burger, well done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ah. Um, let's go get us a burger. All right. Oh. Off we go. <laughs> Drive through. Um, oh, no. How do I look? Do I look good? You look great. That's amazing. Yeah. Vic, Vic, have you ever seen yourself? What you look like? Here's your chance. So he looks uh, even more concerned uh, after seeing seeing what he looks like. Um, so who's all going out into the path? I was going to suggest just Triss and I. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm staying here. Lure the guy into the bushes, and then now we'll jump him. All right. So, so wait, you sneak. Wait, oh. no, 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 no. Um, say his name again. Burger? No, 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 no. I want... I want our captive to say his name again. Exactly like he would say his name. Burger. Burger. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. All right, I got it. Let's go. <laughs> uh, you sneak out of the courtyard and into the narrow walkway between the buildings. Time seems to slow as your brain elongates that moment when elation and paranoia engage in a fierce battle for control of your synapses, pulse pounding in your ears, but no sounds of footsteps, no shouts, and you fully start to embrace the the mission that you're on. You approach the crumbling steps that lead up to the dark alleyway ahead, You can't see the road from here, but conversely, you're sheltered from passers-by. Although it's been days since you traveled this way, you remember the rough cobbles differently. It's as if the tread of a few dozen pairs of feet have done many years' worth of damage to the already broken stairway. And what's your passive perception, Triss? Uh, 12. Okay. So you guys are both at 12. Um... So 
you notice uh, some kind of glinting, shimmering drops of uh, rain, water, sorry, um, uh, that seem to be kind of locked in place over one of the steps. And it just kind of catches your eye, the little bit of light that shines down here. And, uh, you, you know, you probably wouldn't have uh, noticed it, but you guys are on high alert from the trap in the sewers. And so um, you both stop suddenly. And then it dawns on you. It's another strand of wire running across the stairway. I'll examine it and see where it goes and what it, what it's supposed to do. So this one looks uh, much more crude than the previous one, which was already pretty crude. Uh, um, all it is is um, like there's a little tarnished silver bell at the end that seems to be propped up. And if you were to trip over this wire, um, the bell would ring out. I'll shrug. I think we'll just snip the wire then. Okay. So uh, you can roll for that. I'm going to assume you're going to get it since it's <laughs> pretty basic. Yeah. 15. Okay. So you snip it, remove the wire, um, take the bell down so it doesn't make any noise and kind of uh, put it someplace safe. Um and as you're looking, as you're doing this, you notice that there's a, you know, instead of going up the stairs, there's a little side area where you might be able to squeeze between the building and the bushes, the building on your right. And as you're thinking about that, you remember that there was a open second floor window right there on the edge of the building, which would be a prime spot for a watcher or a crossbowman or something And so you think that that might be where this burger is stationed? I mean, how would how do we get up there? Is there a door or stairs or something? Uh, it's, it would just be a little uh, uh, athletics check to pull yourself up um, over the edge, over the lip. And basically, you'd be on the ground behind the bushes, in between the bushes and the building. So... If you wanted, you could try that for a little extra caution. Yeah, I, I'd try that. That sounds like a good idea to me. Okay. So roll your athletics checks. 22. 19. Wow. So no problem. You managed to pull yourself up and land right in between the bushes and the building. You can actually see just up ahead this second floor window. And, you know, for a split second, you think that you see like actual, like a movement of a shadow or something in there. So you feel pretty good about your decision. So you manage to um, move forward. And as you get closer to this window, uh, sliding your way between the building and the overgrown bushes, you stop because you hear a muffled crack come from this window. 
followed by the scrape of boots. And suddenly, a crash as something large and heavy drops into the brush in front of you. A few seconds later, you hear a voice coming from the window above. Well, well, look who we have here. And you see a face looking down in your direction directly at you from the second floor window. And that is where we're going to leave it for this week. (laughs) So, yeah. Well, good job. My gosh. Uh, That was cool. I had to just kind of go with the flow on this whole uh, sentry thing. I I don't know why it never crosses my mind (laughs) that you guys are going to, like, interrogate people. But uh, (laughs) How long have we been doing this, Jerry? (laughs) (laughs) I I should have more prepared when that happens. but uh, that was that was really well done, and you winged uh, it well, man. That's that's it. Yeah, no, that was good. Yeah, no, I, I like it. The whole uh, rat thing. I mean, man, that is so handy. Sneaking around and getting a little uh, scouting out of the way, and uh, yeah, these are. Yeah, you just need to have more rat traps around, Jerry. That's the only- <laughs> <laughs> that's how you deal that's with. That's how this. it's done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, very, very well done, everybody. Uh, you made it into Old Town, and now trying to figure out what's going on here with these uh, sentries who are looking out for you. And we'll find out more about that next time. All right. See you soon. See you. Bye. Thank you for listening. We hope you're enjoying our adventure. To show your support for this podcast, please leave a rating or review on your preferred podcast app. Also, be sure to check us out at DungeonPatrol.com.